On this episode of Dare to Fade, we are graced by the presence of Jacob and Dan. Dan is the first returning guest on Dare to Fade history. Um, we do have Jacob on. He also he works for Big Insurance. He's probably the only person on planet Earth that bets on tennis like it's a religion. Um, he's watched a lot of college basketball, so I figured him him paired with Dan would be a great combination to start the greatest week of sports. Thanks for coming on, Jacob and Dan. Uh, thanks, Ben, for having me. Um, I will say, tennis, I have a few active bets right now, so I'll have to check on those later. But thanks for having me. I'm excited to get on here. Yeah, thanks, Ben. Glad to be here. I also currently have a couple bad tennis bets open, so <laughs> Jacob and I are going to have some fun tonight. <laughs> so, Dan, I just want to quickly ask, how many fish have you killed in the last couple weeks? Uh, uh, I don't think <laughs> any. <laughs> um, my goldfish that's swimming in front of me right now is still alive that I've had since freshman year, so I'm doing something right. But what, What's your goldfish's name? It's named Herb. H-E-R-B. Um, I didn't really expect it to live past probably, I don't know, a week or so, so I gave it a funny name, and here I am with a poorly named fish four years later. Awesome. Um, Speaking of kind of weird names, so my old lady, Laura, she likes to pick the, the teams just by on their name who's going to win, and in the last, like, four years, she keeps picking Gonzaga to win, I and know. so... I didn't. I don't think she really grasped how good Gonzaga is this year. <laughs> so she has Gonzaga winning. What are you guys' thoughts on the West region? Yeah, um, Gonzaga obviously is a team that it's hard to pass up on. I mean, look at their record. What thirty-three and zero? They haven't lost yet. But also, I think you have to consider with that is their strength of schedule. I think that comes big in the tournament when you have so many different teams like the Big Ten that have four of the eight top. Four of the eight top two seeds, it's hard. It's hard to play against teams like that. So I think Gonzaga's going to get trouble real quick, at least on my bracket. But you don't think Gonzaga playing the Mormon boys? You don't think that's good competition? I was going to say the Mormon boys almost took them out. What, I, mean, what I can know, you say? for real. That was a good oh, game, gosh. though. I'm glad. It makes sure the little battle test. I was say I think we all got in that group chat and was like, "Come on, God, take take Gonzaga now, take Gonzaga now." Yeah, I think everyone in the country live bet Gonzaga <laughs> at halftime because it's like plus one twenty. I mean, they were down like twelve. And you'll never get that again. Yeah. Damn ben, t- I will. Ben, I will say the west side of the bracket is probably the weakest mm-hmm. part of the entire bracket. You have, I don't even know. Creighton sucks. Did I bet on them? Did they lose my parlay <laughs> when they were a minus 400 money line? Yes. Um, Virginia, trash. Trash. USC, garbage. Kansas, okay. apparently not bringing three players. Mm-hmm. Probably going to lose. Uh, Iowa, garbage. So Gonzaga should have just an absolute cakewalk to the national championship. Are they going to run into uh, USCB or UCSB? I think it's UC Santa Barbara in the Sweet yes. 16. Yes, they are. Is mm-hmm. that, that going to be a hard game for them? Yes, it will be. See, Dan, I like them where your head's at. I did I did a little bit of research on my own. Uh, USCB has not lost a single game mm-hmm. since December 28th. So I'm thinking the 12-5 upset might happen. Listen, 12-5 is a lot. This is kind of crazy. Statistical-wise, it is more likely to happen. That a 12 seed, three of the 12 seeds advance to the second round than zero of the 12 seeds advancing to the second round. Really? Isn't that wild? 
I'm not gonna lie. In my bracket, I have all four 12 seeds advancing. <laughs> no to the next way. Round. <laughs> no way. Those are what? such great. The 12-4 or the 12-5 matchup this year is great. All four of them. I swear. If you look at them, I know we're just talking West right now, but if you look overall. Creighton, an okay team that has a lot of struggles. With the racist Co- coach who got suspended. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Those players aren't motivated to play for him. I, he's not no even one, a coach anymore, right? I think they let him back on. He apologized. That's all good now. It's all good now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But, I mean, if you look at those 12s, I think that's, that makes sense. Villanova's a five seed, which without Gillespie or Gillespie, whatever, he's they're nothing. Tennessee, easy fade, too. So I think that 12 matchup is a very good one to take. Jake, Hewitt. Jacob, I was going to uh, kind of roast you there for having all four, but then I looked in my bracket, and I have three of the four uh, moving on. So I'm, I'm with you here. <laughs> okay, I, think I you... just looked at my bracket as well. Um, I have three of four as well. I, I don't Jacob, know how 12... can you go against Tennessee, though? Oregon State, the Pac-12 was horrible. I bet against Tennessee every single chance I can. They're on my fade list. You know that. <laughs> Jacob, yeah, who I is do. on your fade list? <laughs> right now... I, I looked it up. I was looking through the teams. I was like, I want to put more, but I'm going to put my top three that I know is going to lose in the first two rounds. <laughs> top three fade list. Don't worry. <laughs> Number one, the Tennessee Volunteers. Easy fade. They lose every time I bet for them. They win every time I bet against them. But this time, I think they're going to lose. Houston. Houston's the easiest fade Ooh. I could ever see in my life. I don't know how much you guys watched on Houston, but they I haven't are, watched a single game. They're a two-seed. Oh, they're, they, they're not good. They're okay, but... I've looked, I looked at the schedule. They played one top 25 team all year. They beat Texas Tech one time. But I just think the strength of the schedule comes in. So those two teams and my third on the fade list is Villanova. Yeah, I and think Villanova, that, that's an easy one, I think, for this tournament. Yeah. I think so, too. I mean, lost three out of the last four. This yeah. is a hot take Jake coming out in full force here. Hot take or, Jake. Hot <laughs> take Jake. All right, hey, I, let's, I, go, let's go back to Houston real fast. See, I haven't really watched them. I know that they they're they have a pretty good record, but their mm-hmm. path seems like a joke. They play Cleveland State in the first round. I don't know anything about Cleveland State. I'm assuming they're not very good. Not many great things come out of Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, second round, you guys are is that Clemson or Rutgers? I know both programs are just R- awful. Rutgers. 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 I think Rutgers. So they're playing the Rutgers in the second round. I think that's going to be an easy win for them. I think they. I, th- I don't think they're going to get past the Sweet 16. But I think that for a two seed, they got a pretty easy path to the Sweet 16. It's Rutgers is just such a weird team. You think. Also, you have to think about it too. They're playing the Big Ten. Yeah. Uh, a lot of a lot of teams don't yeah. have that competition. And Rutgers started out the season ranked number 12 or something like that, and they went through a little rut. So that's where I have Houston going down because Rutgers is a hit and miss. And when you have a Rutgers team playing all the great teams and Houston, their best competition was like an SMU that just barely made the NIT. It's it's like uh The Midwest is stacked this year. I was kind of surprised. I know I know Tennessee's on the fade list, so it's Houston. But <laughs> West Virginia, I've been high on them all year. Illinois, mm-hmm. I think, is arguably the hottest team in the country, and I think a lot I of people agree. are picking them to win. And Oklahoma State has been one of my favorite teams to watch this year. I just feel like the Midwest, they just really just stacked everyone one through four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that side of the bracket, the Midwest region, is also for Illinois at least. That's a pretty easy Tough. shot. You think so? Then, yeah, I, I mean, think, I think they, they have play, the hardest path for the one seed. They'll beat the crap out of Drexel. Yeah, they'll play. I have them playing Georgia Tech. I do just too. Because, yeah, yep. that's so a hot play, team though. 
Uh, yeah, but the ACC also kind of fell apart at the end of the year, and that tournament wasn't really worth much because Virginia pulled out, Florida State had a bye. So that that tournament wasn't worth much. And then they'll play Tennessee. I mean, Tennessee mm-hmm. oh, gives up. Oh, I think up they'll play Oklahoma fi- State. Nah, Oklahoma State's losing to Liberty in the first round. No way you have yes, that. Yes, they are. Do you know anyone that plays for Liberty? <laughs> no, but I know Kay Cunningham plays for Oklahoma State, and he doesn't show up in the first half. And you Cunningham don't, you don't want to be cr- down. He's been on a tear recently. When they played Texas, he had four points in the first – or Texas Tech, he had four points in the first half, and I think Texas. And then they, he went off in the second half both games. But you don't want to be down going into the second half against a 13 seed in March. That, I That's mean, the worst possible thing. I mean, that, that, is, that is a pretty valid point. I would hate yeah, to be down, but, but the problem is they have to get down first. And I think uh, Oklahoma State has too much firepower, especially in the first round. I don't think they're going to come in. They're looking hot in the, the tournament. I think they're, they're looking good. And if you think Tennessee's isn't, even making it that far, isn't come Lane on, Kiffin, Lane Kiffin's Liberty's football coach, right? Who the hell is Lane Kiffin? We're talking we're talking basketball, Dan. I know, but I'm ju- I'm just gonna ride with like Liberty and Lane Kiffin here. We're talking basketball. Okay, okay. Dan's pulling obscure logic. See, I think my worst region. I'll just say it now. I think it's gonna be the South. I don't really know who I like coming out. I have Texas Tech coming out of it, like the whole thing. I don't know. I don't really trust Baylor. I think Purdue's overrated. Ohio State, yeah. I think, is overrated. Arkansas, I think, is overrated. Oh, I think wow. the South's really bad. I, th- I, I think I agree with you there. There's a lot of teams that are really on that. Who knows what's going to happen? So I think that if we're going to get a team, Baylor losing what two out of the last three, two out of the last four games. I think they they showed that they're not as strong as everyone thinks they are. And I think that's where you get a bracket where you can get someone that hasn't won a lot or a lower seed to finally make it through to the end. I told myself I would never bet on Wisconsin again after watching them play Minnesota in, like, December when there was a nine-minute stretch in the game where no oh one gosh. scored a basket. It's just a bunch of just white, unathletic guys mm-hmm. shooting. And then one mm-hmm. tall goober that is yep. kind of talented but not really, but just enough where he's, like, a D1 starter. Is that, and, is that Zach Potter? Ah, yes, that is him. Yeah, yeah, it's Zach Potter. It's a very white person name. Yeah, it's a, it's a very Wisconsin name. Wisconsin. Isn't that Wisconsin. where your isn't that where your uh, heritage is from, Dan? Eh, close enough. I I hail from up in that region. <laughs> I hail from Wisconsin. No, but I I think if Wisconsin gets to North Carolina, which they should in the first round, um, they'll give uh-huh. Baylor a lot of fits because Baylor's used to that Big Twelve basketball where there's not a lot of defense, kind of fast pace. And I mean, you watch a Wisconsin game, you just you fall asleep because it's so boring. They run the clock out every single possession. They play good defense. They don't turn the ball over. Brad Davidson takes five charges a game, which is kind of fun <laughs> to watch. Um, but I think I have them beaten Baylor, and I think they're going to beat them pretty bad. I don't think Baylor can shoot the ball under that kind of pressure. Were you guys surprised that Ohio State got a two seed? Like I didn't hear anything about them all year, and then they make it the Big Ten championship. Yeah, I, I mean that is a good resume builder. But a two seed? I mean, I think they're there before that. I mean, all season they've been killing it. I really didn't see them on my radar either. But if you look at their record, they finished what sixteen and six. They lost their last four regular season games, so like they were up there, something like that. They they were really close to there. So like I think Ohio State is one of those teams that could actually be dangerous, but if they come to play. I don't know if you guys watched the Big Ten tournament. 
Oh, I did. I bet on Illinois every single round, and I made so much money. <laughs> so you had to give you a scare at the end of that last game. I, I just had a money line. I also had a future on them to win the Big Ten tournament plus 325. Okay. It was electric. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> I'm just glad I didn't take a minus six. And that dude, they don't play any defense oh, last two gosh, seconds because you're, you're, you're up six yeah. points, and then the man mm. just makes a wide-open three. So I'm yeah. glad I didn't get that bad beat in my, uh, my history. But what do you guys think? I think kind of the hardest division for me might be the West, just because I think there's a lot of talent in that one. Or not the West, I'm sorry, the East. I think there's a lot of talent in the East, and I feel like it's kind of the has the most uh, parity. Yeah, it, that's going to be tough, especially with so Michigan's best players out. Georgetown mm-hmm. is apparently on a roll. Colorado's now a five seed because they lost the Pac-12. Florida State, I don't know, they kind of fell apart at the end of the year. You've got Texas in there, which is a weird team, and then Alabama, which is just, that's an absolute crapshoot of if they're going to come out and make 43s and score 120 points or if they're going to score 20 points in the first half alone. I got got a spicy one for you boys. Oh, no. BYU in the Elite Eight. I'm riding with the Mormon boys this year. Yeah, they, that, they, they play know. hard. They play somewhat good defense. They're not over athletic. What can you expect? They shoot the lights out of the ball. I I kind of like ben, watching I them feel play. like you made that pick. You made that pick just because of the one game where they were beating Gonzaga by eleven at half. Yeah, they're hot. And I think you need to think about it. That was <laughs> Gonzaga's third time playing BYU. They used they beat him by fifteen by at least fifteen the first two times, and then I think they got hot that one time because, like, wow. So I think the BYU is a little stretch right there. Honestly, I have Michigan State taking down BYU in that first round. Oh, you think Michigan State's going to get past UCLA? I do. I do easy. So I took the spread of love, and I also took the money line. So I'm double downing on Michigan State. I think they've been playing the best one of the best basketballs in the Big Ten, too. They took down Michigan right before the end. I I think MSU has a good chance of. Make a little run. We do have but, the lock of the century with the spread of the love, spread the love promo- promotion. The Spartans are plus fifty two and a half as of nine twenty two p.m. on March fifteenth. Okay, I well, don't see you. how that loses. You can bet up to fifty bucks on FanDuel, and I think it wins you like forty five or something like that. So if you're listening and I get this edited in time, uh, take that pick. Hey, also if you're listening, he gets this edited in time. My uh, number is. I can give that to you, and I can send you a link to get free $50, too, and you can put that on there. Jacob, how many people have you got to uh, sign for your referral link? Literally, I think I'm at that limit where it's like you can only have 20 people sign up. I think I've made it too hard. That's $1,000, isn't it? Quick math. That's $1,000, 20 times 50. I don't want to think about it because that's going. That's how much I, all that went straight into Russian tennis. <laughs> I I got two this weekend, so that was good. That was good. Um, I don't get why FanDuel does that. That just seems like too easy. Yeah, I mean, is that is actually free money? Mm. All right, um, you guys ready for the sabermetric research I've been doing all day? Sabermetric. Yes. I, I love sabermetrics. All right, listen to this. In the last ten years, every champion has had this, a top 40 defense efficiency and a top 25 offensive efficiency, except for 2014 UConn. They've all won this. The only teams that qualify for that this year, Gonzaga, Baylor, Illinois, Houston, Virginia, Wisconsin, USC, Florida State, Colorado. 
your champions in that list. Easy, I got it. Who are you going with? I'm going with USC. The boys oh are coming in. Are you serious? What? Yes, I have USC for sure. They have J one of the east. They have one of the easiest paths <gasps> to that. What region are they even in? They're, They're up with Gonzaga, the so I think Gonzaga is going to be their first challenge. I th I really what? think. I really think they have a good chance. I mean, look at that. So they have Wichita and Drake, which have awful schedules, so that's going to be an easy game. Kansas is missing three players. We have no idea how they're going to play. They have not played. No idea about them. And an Iowa team that is, eh, who knows. If they can get through those three, I think we have a little dark horse there, and Gonzaga's not ready Jake, for someone like USC. Jacob, I have a question for you. What what are uh, What are key things you need in March to go deep in the tournament? Like, what does a team need? What does the team need? Yeah. Well, USC just needs a win. That's all they need. I'm just telling you. <laughs> they, right they, need, they need good defense and good free throw shooting. And I okay. I think I railed this fact off to Ben four times a day. USC has one player on their entire roster averaging over 70% from the free throw line. They're going to get killed late in the game. Yeah, if but what if you're... Close game. What if you're up by 20, though? You don't need good free throw shooting. I think I think Mobley's going to go off for USC all tournament. He's not ready to lose. I saw him in the championship game um, the other day. He's not ready to lose. I'm saying USC is my dark horse to go all the way. And if you want to argue with it, argue with it. But when the numbers speak, they speak. So you have USC winning it all? I don't have them winning it all. But oh, if I have to pick a, okay, gotcha. If I have to pick a dark horse, I'm going to pick a six seed like that. See, my dark horse in this tournament is Oregon going to the Elite Eight, the beating USC in the Sweet 16. I think Iowa's a bunch of front-rowing frauds, and I think mm -hmm. Oregon takes them down pretty easily. Um, Gonzaga-Oregon, that'd be a fun game. Or a little Gonzaga-USC, that'd also be a fun game. I think so, too. I, I just think I think that bracket is the most open right now for me, at least looking at all the seeds. It's just there's a lot of unknowns. Honestly, that's all of this, this bracket. I think that's what's going to make it so fun is that there's so many teams that are just so – up and down that it's like anyone could literally win this time it's like oh i love that i was talking to dan earlier everything i'm seeing on social media is illinois is going to win illinois is going to win they're the hottest team they're going to win they're going to win but i think everyone's picking illinois to win so i'm a little scared to pick that right now i have them winning in my bracket but mm -hmm. i'm a little afraid to keep that i kind of want to switch it to gonzaga uh, yeah i i have them winning too i have them in the final against gonzaga i can't wait for everyone to have that same exact logic, Ben, and switch their pick last minute go, nah, everyone's favorite's Illinois, they're not going to win. And then some crazy stat comes out later, like only 19% of people from Illinois actually bet on <laughs> Illinois to win when they win the tournament. And it's just going to be some super funny meme. So I can't wait for that to happen, but I think they're going to win 75-71. Um, Very wow. specific. I, I like that, Dan. I just think it's so hard to, I don't know, I think I read a stat somewhere. This is not confirmed or denied, I think I read this, that two number ones have not made it since 2017. Um, so I think it's a little bit harder for two number ones to actually make it all the way to the end. But if they do, I mean, those two teams are the best. It's just hard for me to see. Illinois has been so hot, but, like, they how have. long can they keep How long can they keep this up? Yeah. I think they've got a lot of leadership on that team. Um, they had uh, their best two players. They didn't go for the draft last year. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Gonzaga is also really, really good, but Gonzaga is Gonzaga. So it's like. Not, it's just so hard when they're not tested to see. You know what I'm saying? I mean. The Mormon yeah, boys. The Mormon boys. They played them. They tested them. I just. The Mormon yeah, the, boys. I, I just can't count that as a. I mean, they beat. They beat. 
Iowa once this year, then they beat someone else in the top 25. They've had a few games, but when you don't face that all year, it's just so hard for me to see you go back-to-back-to-back against these top teams and be like, come to play every night. Yeah, well, I think that's also interesting with March Madness is the madness aspect of Gonzaga, they might not play anyone good. Like, it could come down to Mm -hmm. where there's just so many upsets, and it's like, well, they're not really playing. Like, I mean, Virginia's a four, but I think everyone's kind of on the same page that COVID's kind of makes a big question mark around them. Like, they might play, is that UCSB in the Sweet 16? UCSB. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I mean, that wouldn't be a real tough game for them. Exactly. That's what they're used to. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, I don't know. I'm I'm very excited, but I have to ask, how many hours do you think you're going to be watching college basketball Friday through Monday or whenever the second round ends? Ben, I don't think we're going to get any work done. At work. Do you get, I think it's it, going to be YouTube TV on 24-7, 365, YouTube watching TV. March Madness. Can we you get watch a on... quick little plug for YouTube TV, Dan? Give the little promo form. Yeah, so YouTube TV is a great alternative to cable TV. Cable bills, normally very expensive. Blackouts in your area, upcharge. I know here they made us get a landline. Who, who the hell has a landline in 2021? YouTube TV. $65 a month, add-on packages, MLB Network, NBA TV, the Hallmark Channel for your moms out there. You know, maybe they want to watch some Hallmark Christmas movies during the day. Um, it's it's great. Ben and I love it. It's super easy to use. You can put it on your phone, your laptop, um, PlayStation 4. Doesn't Not on PS5 yet, which kind of sucks. I basically just have a $600 paperweight sitting in front of me. <laughs> Uh, I yeah, really so hope it's you... also a little hit on PS5. But, yeah, if you're considering dishing your cable provider, definitely go with YouTube TV. I really hope you got paid for that because that was the longest ad I've ever heard. That's a pretty good ad. Um, I don't want to crap <laughs> on them, but uh, didn't you complain about how you weren't able to watch the Cardinals game because of a blackout? Uh, oh, we'll, we'll cut this from I'll, I'll the ju- podcast, but, yeah, you I'll just, just say, right yeah. Now. Yeah, that I it was blacked out. Yeah, we'll, my we'll laptop cut this may out. my laptop may have been in airplane mode. I don't know. Maybe it was blacked out. Uh, only time mode. will tell. <laughs> All right, boys, I got the last I got a question thing. for you guys. Oh, yeah, so, wait, oh, sorry. Before the last question, I got a question for you that I was thinking about. So I think usually a team. I want to hear your guys' picks for one team, ten or above, to make it to the final four. Oh my goodness, ten oh. or above. I, I, I think there's go, a chance wait, this year, especially with the teams that they are, that there's going to be a team above a 10 making it to the Final Four. Are, so we, are we on the air right thinking. now? Are we live? Yeah, we're still live, Daniel. Oh, <laughs> I thought we went to commercial break for a second. Oh, no, we're back. We're back. We'll edit <laughs> okay. that out as well. Okay. Dude, I could I, see... 10 I could, tough. I could see Winthrop going far. Um, they played Villanova first round. Fade Villanova all day, Jacob. Mm-hmm. And then they'll play Purdue. And, I mean, that Purdue is just a... That's a weird team to play. Mm. And then Sweet 16, it would either be Baylor or Wisconsin slash North Carolina. I'm assuming North Carolina or Wisconsin because fade Baylor. So I could see them really kind of making a run deep. I think they're 23-1. and one. I haven't watched them play at all. I have no statistics on them. But, I mean, their logo is kind of cool. So... The only thing I have is Ohio. I don't. I, I don't think they'll go to the Final Four, but I can. I can make an argument. They play Virginia, COVID-stricken Virginia. Ohio. They played mm-hmm. Illinois close early. I think UCSB beats Creighton in the first round, so that'll be a 13-12 matchup. 
which that could go either way. So Ohio wins that as well. They play they play Gonzaga. Gonzaga, they're not battle-tested. Ohio wins that. Then they play Oregon. They, I don't know if I can say this anymore. That's kind of a stretch. I could see Ohio make it to the Sweet 16. Okay. That's about as see, far as I got them. Okay, that's closer to the lead eight. It final is. Four. Very close. So, uh, you know who I'm taking? I know you guys love my hot take so far. I can tell. Um, I'm Grand taking, Canyon. I'm taking Georgetown. <laughs> Isn't that an online university? I don't think so. I think they. I think they are in person. They actually meet in the basin of the Grand Canyon. Oh, they're that's a division. Phoenix. I'm thinking of Phoenix. They're it's... a Division One school, Daniel. What do you think? <laughs> I don't know. What, what's your so, team, Jacob? I'm taking the Georgetown. I mean, look at Georgetown. I don't know if you watched. They've won eight of the last ten games. They're starting to carry. I know the Big East is not as strong as it used to be, uh, but looking at their lineup, they have Colorado first, which off is also in a pretty poor division. I can see him getting through that. Uh, then Florida State, who's been looking okay. And then we have Michigan, who we don't even know is going to make it that far. So I think with Georgetown, how they're playing, what Dan say that you need defense and free throw shooting? Defense one and of offense. The, defense and offense. You need defense <laughs> That's, that's and, basketball. <laughs> you need defense and, I think, rebounding. And Georgetown, at least the last few games I've been watching, they out-rebound every single thing they played, and their free throw shooting is one of the top in the countries. So I think when you come to March Madness and you get to those close games, because most of these games are going to be pretty close, I think I could see Georgetown making a little run. And you need that. You need that 12 seed to go up there. All right. I, I appreciate the hot take. Uh, we'll wrap up with uh, our national champion. Uh, I have. I think I'm going to go Gonzaga just so I have a small chance to win some of these brackets. Dan, are you going with Illinois still? Yeah, uh, nothing has changed in the last, I don't know, 10 minutes since I <laughs> mentioned that. <laughs> okay. And then, Jacob, what are you going with? I guess I'm the tiebreak because I do have Gonzaga versus Illinois in the championship. In my final, 78-74, to 74, I have the Gonzaga Bulldogs. Okay, okay, all right. Well, boys, thanks for coming on. Um, hopefully our picks are all right. Someone has a perfect <laughs> bracket and we win a billion dollars. Let's win some money. Yeah, I, I can't wait to absolutely fade my bracket betting. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bet against my bracket so much. Is I was that just a strategy? Yeah, you I was just betting against the same all your picks? So you're because you I, somewhat good. I made my picks in like good faith in the same way I bet, and I'm really bad at betting. So I'm going to assume that all my picks are wrong. <laughs> all right, there's some expert betting advice from Dan Lakari. All right, thanks, guys, for coming on. <laughs> thanks, Ben. All right, now we can welcome Briar Napier, the pride of the Journalism College in Missouri at the University of Mizzou. It's good to be back. Uh, it's the best time of the year. Brackets are out. Uh, bracket pools are made, and bragging rights are to be won. I have to ask, Briar, how many brackets have you filled out already? It is 8.42 p.m. Uh, on Selection Day Sunday, so the brackets have only been live for 42 minutes. I've only done two. Um, one is my serious bracket, which we'll get deeper into in a bit, and the other is my meme bracket, where I pick uh, based on which mascot would win in a fight. Okay, well, let's just get started with that. What? What? Who's the winner of the meme bracket? Meme bracket winner is the Drexel Dragons, easily. How how in the world are you going to compete? Any of these tigers, these mountaineers, compete with a mythical beast that spews fire? You kidding me? I always thought the Purdue Boilermakers would be an interesting one to fight. How do you kill a train? 
Well, I mean, the Dragons case just flies and burns it. I mean, because Purdue made it pretty far. The trains made it pretty deep into my bracket, but well, who's there's the no stopping the Dragon. Uh, championship is uh, Drexel Purdue. What is the Drexler's? Uh, oh, the okay, the Dragon. Gotcha. What is the Grand Canyon mascot? And I hope it is the Grand Canyon. It is not the Grand Canyon. It is the Lopes. Okay, uh, for the listeners at home that might not know what that is, what is that? I think it's like similar to like a gazelle, maybe. I don't know. I'm not too big on the uh, animal uh, animal studies. Interesting. So I have a theory. Since last year we got COVID, COVID took away March Madness last year. I couldn't get the, out of my system just watching TV for four straight days. I think I'm going to spend twice as much time this weekend just watching college basketball. Do you, are you also planning on doing that? Oh, 100%. Like, I was already just like, we had an incredible slate of games uh, this weekend. That was kind of like, that was kind of the shot. Now this is kind of the chaser. You know what I'm saying? I, I it's going to be, it's going to be fun. All right, let's do the West bracket first. I, I have a quick one right off the bat. I think it's going to make you a little upset. I think Oklahoma is going to beat Missouri by 20. The little 8-9 matchup on paper is supposed to be neck and neck. I think Oklahoma is a much better team than Missouri. I also think Oklahoma is going to win. I think Missouri keeps it within 10, but um, I I do agree. I think I think Oklahoma Oklahoma ended a rough patch, and I, but I think their rough patch was less severe than Missouri's is. Okay, I, I, I agree with that. Missouri's been slumping pretty hard lately, and I just don't know if I can trust him late into the, the season. Yeah, and like Oklahoma's, Oklahoma's lost 5 of 6 too, including a loss against two, a really bad Kansas State team. But, I mean, it's just like they look better in those losses, too. I mean, two of them are red-hot Oklahoma State, um, whereas Missouri, I mean, they're losing twice to Ole Miss. They're, um, they're losing leads to Georgia, like stuff like that, like teams they shouldn't be losing to. And it's just not – it gives me no confidence in taking them. Gotcha. All right, Briar. Listeners, they're ready. They're on the edge of their seats right now. What is your spiciest upset pick? Of the West bracket, round of 64. 13th seed Ohio beats 4th seeded Virginia. Really? Yes. I like Virginia. I feel like their defense that travels well. I mean, they are the only team to ever been upset as the one seed against the 16. But I, I don't know. I don't know if I see an early exit for the uh, Virginia team this year. I have two reasons why I picked Ohio. One, Virginia's kind of in turmoil right now with COVID. They, I mean, you had Tony Bennett who just came out today and said that half the team is under contact tracing. They're going to fly into Indy on Friday when they're able to, when they have a game on Saturday. So that's reason one is like they might not have the practice they want under their belt. And two, if we remember way back when in the beginning of the season, Ohio gave Illinois all it could handle. Like, they took them down the wire in Champaign. Granted, that was a much different Illinois team, mm-hmm. but Ohio has Ohio has one of my favorite mid-major players in the country in Jalen Preston. He's an electric guard. I think he's going to be someone that gives Virginia problems. See, I was convinced you were going to say Iowa against the Grand Canyon Grand Canyons. <laughs> I think I, I do think Iowa beats uh, Grand Canyon in the first round. However, the other hot take I have for that uh, the West bracket. Is that Iowa does not make it out of the first weekend? The Oregon Ducks. I'm with you on that one. I am with you on that one. Yes. Oregon's getting healthy at the right time of the year. I think that they make a push here, 
and I think the Iowa bunch of front-running frauds. They couldn't even win the Big Ten tournament. I just think they're a two seed's a joke. How did they get yeah. a two seed? Oklahoma was, State couldn't get a two seed, and they are a much better team. Yeah, that was wild to me. And like, even so, like, not only do I think Oregon, um, like, makes it the second weekend, they make a run to the Elite Eight. Are you looking at my bracket right now? I'm not, but I think I right have. Now I, think I have Oregon playing Gonzaga. I do too. That's wild. All right, East bracket. This one, I think we might have some conflict. What do you think about Michigan? I like Michigan. I like Alabama more. I think Mich- though. I think Michigan. Michigan kind of has a tough road to, I think, the Elite Eight. Like LSU is an underrated eight. Uh, Florida State can be tricky. However, I think I think Michigan State is a Elite Eight team, but I don't think they get past NATO to the Crimson Tide. I love them too much. So how upset would you be if I don't know someone like me? might have picked BYU to beat Alabama. I don't hate it. Uh really? BYU I don't I don't hate the pick. I like the Cougars. Played I very well in the in the played well in the West Coast Conference title game. Had Gonzaga up by up on Gonzaga by fourteen, even their biggest test of the year, and then just Gonzaga did their thing. But I mean they can get hot at spurts. Yeah, I I thought that was my spiciest pick. I have actually Florida State playing BYU in the Elite Eight. Which I feel like is extremely hot of a take. Florida, Florida I I want to like Florida State more. I just think they have an easy path. Who, who's who, going to stop who, them? I think Florida Michigan. State? I think Michigan is a bunch of front-running frauds as well. Them in Iowa cannot stand them. Michigan's been a strange team lately, but like, is Liberty going to be playing? Yeah, that's a big thing too. But I think they still have the quality to at least make it the Elite Eight. See, I wanted to pick LSU beaten in the second round, but I decided not to. That's how much I don't you, trust them. LSU, now March is made by players, and I watched the SEC title game between LSU and how they took Bama down the wire. Cam Thomas is a stud. Uh, we have some breaking news. Uh, ben Brinkley just switched LSU to upset Michigan in the second round. It's official. Wouldn't be Wouldn't be too bad of a pick, I'd say. Cam Thomas is a type of player that can – Absolutely kill it in March. Same thing with his teammates, uh, Javonta Smart, uh, Darius Days. It's a strong squad. That's kind of an, kind of a low-seeded eight-seed. That's kind of what I was thinking as well. Now, do you think that Georgetown will be able to take this magic and beat Colorado? Because I do. I do as well. Hoya Saxa. Dude, they looked good this weekend. Yeah. I Now, keep in mind, like, after they beat Villanova, I'm like, okay, they're going to give Creighton a game in the Big East, but they, they boat raced them. Yeah, it was not even close. It was a old-fashioned beatdown. I'm yeah. glad Patrick Ewing has more success um, now as a coach because I, I, I like him. As, I, I really enjoyed his play style when he was in the NBA in college, and I think it's really cool he's coming back to Georgetown and he's their coach and won the Big East. I think that's really cool. A really good storyline. Yeah, I think it's good too, and I think they're going to ride it all the way to Colorado. They got they got confidence. Colorado did not win the Pac-12, and it hurts me to say. Did they lose to like Oregon Col- State? Yeah, but like <laughs> I, I, I've liked Colorado all year, but just like March is all about hot teams, man. That is very true. See, now I think one of the hottest teams is right now is Illinois, and I I I think they're going to easily make it to the Final Four. 
out of the, out it, of the Midwest bracket. Do you like that or not? I, I also think Illinois will, but it will not be easy. Like there on on their like quadrant where you have a like a testy game against Loyola Chicago most likely, or Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech looked really good in the ACC title game. Yeah, I'm taking Georgia Tech in this one. And then I think Illinois beats them pretty handily. I'm actually really nervous. I think Oklahoma State plays Illinois. Is that the Sweet 16? Correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that that will probably be the toughest game for Illinois. Um, do you like Syracuse coming out as an 11 seed against San I Diego hate, State? I hate Syracuse. Syracuse really? should not have been in. hate them. Should not have been in the tournament. I think San Diego State boat, boat rates them. Okay, okay. Do you have any what, – okay, what are your thoughts about Houston? I've heard very polarizing things about them. My thought is I think – okay, Houston's resume here, keep in mind here, they did not win uh, the regular season uh, title in the American, and they have a quad four loss to East Carolina. Because of those – and also I've seen them play. They beat the crap out of just these poor teams – but it just like I, I'm not impressed when I see them against quality opposition. I think they lose in the first weekend, and the, the team is going to be in their place in the Sweet 16 are the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Dude, I've watched Rutgers play so many times. That team is horrendous. They that are team so is, bad. That team is very, very up and down. Very much so up and down. However, I think that they're good. They have a great backcourt uh, with Geo Baker and Ron Harper Jr. I mean, that's going to be something that's going to match up well with uh, Houston's guard play. And they've been they've been expo- exposed already to just a brutal Big Ten schedule. They're not going to be scared of Houston. All right, we'll we'll wrap up with my last bold prediction. I just want to hear your thoughts on this: Texas Tech to the Final Four out of the South bracket, South region. Do you like that, or am I absolutely stupid? I'm not sure if Texas Tech makes it out of the first round. Oh, my I, gosh. I Name one Utah. player for Utah State. Nimi Kata, 7 foot, 240 pounds, thunder dunk me through a coffee table, please. All right, you probably were the wrong person to play this game with. <laughs> <laughs> I he think... is a bruiser. That man is an absolute bruiser. Like He is probably the most similar player in college basketball to Kofi Coburn. And like Cockburn. he, yes, and he is a matchup. Texas Tech's not big matchup problem. I did pick Texas Tech in my bracket, however, I am not complete. I can be swayed. I can be swayed. Utah State. Okay. What about Baylor? I've been dogging on Baylor all year. I was right when Oklahoma State beat them. Um, I should have taken a money line. I took them plus nine. I was telling everyone to take Oklahoma State. Money line against Baylor this weekend. I didn't follow it. It's kind of stupid on me. That was like plus 340 or something wild like that. So I think Baylor, I think they have a really easy draw personally. What do you, what do you think? I think they do have a pretty easy draw to the Elite Eight. I mean, Villanova's hobbled Purdue's uh, up it's and down. Per, it's Purdue. Yeah, it's Purdue. However, I love the Buckeyes. Um, I, I think it will be a 1-2 matchup in the Elite Eight with the Buckeyes making it to the Final Four. Interesting. See, I don't know if I even think Ohio State deserves a two-seed. I mean, beating Michigan, taking Illinois, which is a national title favorite, to the overtime, 
I mean, I think they're, uh, I mean, and they're not just EJ Liddell. They have Dwayne Washington, knockdown shooter, uh, Justice Suing, knockdown shooter, guys that really like do well around him. And if, if Ohio State gets hot, I mean, we saw it in the Big Ten title game today, down 17, take it to OT. They get hot. They're a tough team to stop. Mm-hmm. I just think that the Big Ten's getting a little extra love this year. I love the Big Ten, but I don't think Iowa or um, Ohio State should be a two-seed, in my opinion. I don't know who would replace them except for Oklahoma State for sure should, deserves that. Maybe even Texas. Like, I don't know. I just feel like the Big Ten's getting a lot, a lot of love right now. Yeah, and deservedly so. I mean, just the best conference in the country. I mean, I'm fine with Ohio State being a two. Uh, Iowa's a two, I think, is a joke. Um, however, um, I don't know. You can make the case for Texas there. West Virginia, if they had a stronger end to the year, I think they could have played their way into a two. All right, Briar, we'll end it with this. Who's your championship game matchup? So I'll first start with my final four. So to recap here, I've got Gonzaga from the west, Alabama from the east, uh, Ohio State from the south, Illinois from the Midwest. Um, Alabama beats Gonzaga, gives them their first loss of the year in the Final Four, where Illinois and Illinois Ohio State rematch for the fourth time this year. Illinois gets it done again, and then you have Illinois, Alabama in the title game. I'm going to Fighting Illini. Interesting. See, I got Illinois Gonzaga, so we're not that far off. But that's very interesting that you're going with Alabama, who just barely beat LSU this week, or yet today. Yeah, it's very much well, – It's the thing about Alabama is just they run an NBA, like, pro-style system. I mean, you watch them play, and all they do are shoot layups, or it's three-pointers. And it sounds one-dimensional, but they have five guys in tune who can do all of that to a T. And I know, just like, and trust me, I don't think they'll blow Gonzaga out of the water. I think it's going to be close. But just, I mean, Gonzaga, like they do every year when they're a high seed in the tournament, they got to readjust to quality competition again. And Gonzaga, I think, I mean, I think I BYU love... is pretty quality, uh, a quality opponent. And they BYU was up for pretty much the entire game. The Gonzaga came back. That shows me they got grit. They got heart. You can't measure those things. Saber, Saber magic stats, you can't measure heart. I think that's one thing Gonzaga has over Alabama. Yeah, and like, but and, and at the same time, I mean, if your best opponent in conference is just succeed in the tournament, whereas Bama played five other teams that are in the tournament in their conference, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, obviously Gonzaga's got talent at the Wazoo, but like, I don't know. I love Nate Oates. I love what Bama's doing. I'm going tied. All right, Briar. Thanks for coming on. Well, I'm curious to see how these first round picks go for you. Yes, sir. Always a pleasure to come on. Thank you, sir. See you, Briar.